Hello friends and welcome to Slide Between the Pages with Beck and Amanda. Hey friends, welcome back to another week with Slide Between the Pages. This week we are going to be reviewing the Academy of Stardom series by B. Page. There are four books in this series. So we've got Freestyle, Lyrical, Breakers and Finale, which has only just been released a couple of weeks ago. So it is a complete series now. And we were lucky enough to actually sit down and chat to B Page. Uh, so we'll have the interview uh, to, at the end of this episode. Yes. Um, okay. So the genre is contemporary reverse harem. So again, we've got the one um, female, three or more males is a reverse harem, um, and they don't choose between them. So a um, bit of an overview of B. So she lives quite a secretive life in London. She likes red wine and Haribos. Haribos, is it? What do you, how do you pronounce that, do you think? Haribos? Lollies. Anyway, just lollies. Preferably together. <laughs> or candy. Because I think candy. Oh, they call it candy. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and occasionally swings around poles when the mood takes her. So mm. we actually did um, ask her about that when we caught up with her. And you'll hear further about that in the spoiler episode. So stay <laughs> tuned. Um, but what I did love about her bio is that it says that when she's not writing about love and passion, you'll find her reading it and ugly crying. So I can relate uh. to that. Um, I yeah. can relate to the good old ugly cry. Like, who doesn't love a good old ugly <laughs> oh, cry? I love a good ugly cry. <laughs> I mean, you need it sometimes. You just got to get it all out there. Right, so, what triggers do we have in this one before we get into it? Okay, so I've got a couple of triggers here. We've got gang violence, references to sex trafficking, domestic violence. So, quite a few. Just bearing them in mind, if they're triggers for you, this might not be the series for you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, dive right in because it is amazing obviously because we're talking Mm. about it as Beck was saying we spoke with B not only on the review side of things but also on spoilers we we don't give too much away because we don't want to ruin the interview but you are going to want to head over there because there are not one not two three exclusives (laughs) three exclusives so firstly you're going to want to hear what she has to say in this particular episode but you definitely want to listen to the spoiler episode because there Mm -hmm. are three exclusives in there. Yeah. So let's get into the first book. So that is Freestyle. Yes. I just want to start this with saying, um, now Amanda introduced this book to me and she was very vague as she always is when she introduces a book to me because I like to go into books blind. But Amanda actually read this, uh, the first three books in this series, um, not, Oh, a little, little bit ago. ago. And she just says to me, I'm reading a book. It's got hot dancers in it. You're going to love it. Read it. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Thinking to myself, okay, maybe it's a bit like Step Up yeah, <laughs> or something like that. So I didn't read it until actually this past week. And I made the rookie error, which you would think I would have learned, but I made the rookie error of reading this at 10.30 on a Sunday night. Now, after the first chapter, I was like, oh, okay, this seems to be, you know, she's auditioning, bit of a dancing academy type of feel. But then by the second and third chapter, I came to realize that it wasn't just a dancing, a dancing book. No, definitely um, not. It's very dark. Much more complex than that. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, I read it all through the night and I definitely was not present Uh monday morning so just 
if you are going to read this, I strongly suggest you don't read it late at night on a Sunday. Yeah, that's a good warning to take. It is a very addictive series. I absolutely breezed through it. Could not wait to read Finale. A little bit devastated that it's finished now, but we'll speak more on that Mm. in the spoiler. The series is about Academy of Stardom, which is essentially an exclusive dance school, and it's about Penelope or Pen as the main female character who is a talented dancer and the Breakers. So we've got four guys in the breakers. We've got Zane, Zeno, York, and Dax, all of which are dancers and they're a part of their own dance crew and they all dance in different styles. And none of them are trained dancers. So I like how freestyle is written because it starts off, you know, you're in the the present, but each chapter um, takes you from the present and then back to the past through the whole yes. the whole book. I do love the dual point of view in terms of yeah, where they are at when it starts at the Academy of Stardom and then how their relationship developed, what happened to it, you know, mm. those types of things. And it kind of keeps building up the anticipation as each chapter goes along. You're really trying to get to a particular point. And yes, there is a lot a lot that happens in freestyle. Yeah, I think that the main focus of freestyle is really their all their backgrounds what they had to overcome to where they are yeah. in the present. You've got the gang side, um, you know, you've got kids that have grown up in a rough neighbourhood and that's just kind of the expected progression of their lives that they kind of grow up mm-hmm. and that is the lifestyle that they lead. So that's essentially a lot what Freestyle is about, just really getting to know the characters. Um, it's obviously very drama-filled though. There's lots mm-hmm. and lots of things there that we really can't talk about here. We'll talk about in the spoiler episode. But it does end on a bit of a cliffhanger. It does, so yeah. it's great that the second book is already out, being lyrical. Yeah. So lyrical, it does it so back jumping back into the past really does stop with freestyle. Mm-hmm. And then lyrical is more about the characters, pen develop and her relationship with the breakers yeah something happens in their relationship in freestyle that really tears them apart and it's all about what happened how they got there and you know if there is any opportunity for them to get to get back mm-hmm. to where they were previously mm-hmm. um and there's just so many um complex storylines going on to that kind of you know all interweave with, with each other that you're trying to follow along and see yeah see where it goes so i think and with any any um gang related storyline there obviously come what comes with that are threats to them as well so lyrical is really addressing what or identifying what those threats are Mm -hmm. and how they're going to work their way through it but it's really the development of that absolutely jumping over to breakers again lyrical does finish on another cliffhanger so that's the benefit of having a final series, like a complete series. You yeah, just you don't have to wait. roll straight on over into the next book. You can binge it like I do. Good idea. <laughs> Start it on a Friday night yes. if you're going to, and then you'll have the whole weekend because it's definitely something you're going to get just completely addicted to. Breakers is really about that's what it's about. Like it's very self-explanatory, isn't it? It's really about the breakers, mm-hmm. you know, what they've been through. And you start to find out about other 
secret parts of their gang life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really com- um, diving right into that and and how they're going. And you you've got a whole heap of uh, different characters as well that have been explored throughout the first two books that are really starting to come into the storyline more. Mm-hmm. So you're learning more about them and how they fit into this whole gang life and whatnot and, you know, how how they could possibly overcome the threats that they're, that they're being faced with. Yeah. And for Penelope or Pen, she is really trying to navigate her way through having a relationship with the breakers but having to deal with this whole gang life Mm. that they are she's never wanted to go down that path yeah yeah so she and and i think that's yeah probably very difficult coming from that type of neighborhood being Mm. somebody that just doesn't want to be a part of that and trying to find your own way yeah because as kids they've grown up together exactly and then she is now trying to figure out how she can move past the fact that they've actually got this really dark side to them because it's been forced upon them. Yes. And they're not the the same lovable boys that they were when she met them when she was a kid. Yeah, they've been they've been tainted if you mm. may, like they've been yeah, um hardened by the different experiences they've been through, mm. you know, in their life that she hasn't really had to go through, although she has had a lot of... She has had a terrible, tragic childhood. She's had a terrible, tragic childhood, but it's, yeah, their side of things is a different different, sort of darkness. Yeah. Not so much a cliffhanger at the end of that book, but quite a big peak in the storyline, I would say. And so you were really hanging for Finale to come out to see how everything was going to go together. And then Finale, and just to say, like, it's not just the gang side of things. There's very complex family relationships involved there is. for both the Breakers and for Penn. Yeah, I actually, I guess one of the triggers I think for me as well with this book was that it is, this is a very tragic story. Each book is heartbreaking. Yeah. Like it's, even when there's happy moments, there's an underlying it's, tragic story. It's behind hard. It. Like they're really working hard to get the happily ever after, but there's just so many obstacles in their way. So it's about moving through through that. Obviously, finale is all about working their way to that happy happily ever after. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. Everybody's is different because um, it and it leaves you. The whole book actually has you guess, guessing what is that happy ever after actually going to be because of everything that's thrown at them in finale. Will they get it? Will they actually get it? And how, and what does it look like? Yeah. Yeah. What does that happy ever after look like? Um, so this, I don't think this is not your typical love story at all. It's definitely not, no. In that instance, it does... While the tragedies that they face are not often faced by the, you know, standard person, it is realistic in terms of the fact that your happily ever after is often not just a straightforward. Yeah, it's like, not always. And 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 this, everyone is so different. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely love this series by B. She did a fantastic job. Of, we're going to discuss it in a lot more detail over in the spoiler episode. What we will say... 
and, and we'll get to our favorites in a second before we jump over there. What we will say is that if you are not already, and this goes for any um, author that we're following, it's really important to give them your support by following them on social media because, you know, that is bringing more focus onto the books that they're writing and just supporting them so that they can continue writing these awesome stories. So um, in saying that, you can jump on and see B on TikTok, Instagram. She's also got um, Queen's Beehive on Facebook as a group. So you can jump into that. All the links are in this podcast as well. They'll all be in there. She's got a merchandise store. She's got Spotify playlists. So it's actually, let's talk about that. Yeah. Now, Book, like we read a lot of books that actually do have playlists yes. or they reference songs throughout, but I have never read a book where the songs were chosen so perfectly for Absolutely. every scene that they appeared in. Um, Absolutely. Like I cannot stress enough, if you want to actually experience a whole different uh, reading journey with this book go and listen find this we'll have the spotify playlist linked here but when they are referenced in the book even if you just listen to the first 10 seconds of the song it just really sets the mood and i think that is why i actually really enjoyed this book I absolutely love the way that the songs applied to the book. And I must say, like, one day I was listening to the playlist for Finale and I was, I had my, um, my AirPods in and I was just doing something mundane, like putting washing away or something like this. And this song came on and randomly I'm just standing in my son's room bawling my eyes out. <laughs> well, I feel like this book it's makes... so touching. and it does yeah, And because... You. You know, you can just see how the songs apply to the storyline. And then immediately once you start listening, you're like, oh, my God, this is how it applies. And, Mm. yeah, um, yeah, so definitely go and listen to that. Now, we're going to stay on. We're going to head over. We are super lucky to be chatting with B-Page today about her series, The Academy of Stardom, which has just recently been completed. There are four books in the series, so we're just going to chat in two sections with her. We're going to um, get some oversight of the actual books, and then we're going to jump into some spoilers for those of you that have already read it. <laughs> Hello! Thank you so much for joining us. I'm really happy to be here. This is the first time I've ever done a podcast. I'm really nervous. Oh, don't be nervous. nervous. (laughs) We are in a bit of a book hangover, to be honest, after this series is completed. Um, We absolutely loved it. And I saw on your TikTok, you were saying, you know, you're about to, well, you're starting your new book and it's hard to let go of those characters that you've been living with for the past year. So how how are you feeling? (laughs) I really miss them. It's weird, isn't it? You have you, you get so entrenched in the story and in characters for such a long time. And then when it comes to the end, I think that's why it took me quite a while to sort of finish this series because I loved them so much. And I didn't, almost like a reader, you don't want to leave them, so you read really slowly. So I think I started to write really slowly, much to the reader's annoyance, because I didn't want to leave them. Yeah. And it's difficult because they're in my head still. They're still very much alive. And, and honestly, I could probably have more stories, but I knew that I had to finish this series because I'd never let it go. Um, so, yeah, it's tricky. And this next book that I'm writing, 
although I'm doing a few at the same time, but the one that I'm concentrating on, Dance in the Mask, yes. um, it's completely different. The It's a dark romance, so much, although someone, some might say this is a little bit dark, it's dark, you know, that kind yeah. of, and it, it's a different mindset that I have to put myself in. Um, and it's quite tricky because I'm, yeah, so it's hard to let them go, but I had to do it. I knew I had to do that. I had to end the series because otherwise I'd probably just go on and on forever and ever. <laughs> oh, I could see how you could because oh, for sure. seriously, I um, I went straight from reading what well, Tate's book that we reviewed, but then straight into this because I didn't want to process my feelings yeah. on the other one. And I went straight to this and I'm like, I'm going to be ruined by the end <laughs> of these books. Um, but yeah, I could definitely see especially uh, writing this type of storyline how you because I I don't know it, it really pulled me in definitely because yes. it's such a yeah I, I get what you're saying where it's not quite dark but it's definitely a tragic story like it is mm-hmm. heartbreaking yeah. all the way through even yeah. though you know there are happy moments it's still it's got just, that concept yeah. in it yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. I tend to write those stories I don't I don't know I think when I first started writing I didn't really know what kind of writer I was um, but I, when I sort of was writing this, I realised that I'm that kind of author that writes those kind of heartbreaking stories. That a lot of all of them, actually, I would say, all my contemporary books have that element of heartbreak in it. That really tragic, hard to get to, happy ever after. I suppose is what I'm saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like to put them through the ringer. <laughs> I think honestly, like it is, you know, obviously the exact circumstances aren't like relatable to most people but it's relatable on a different level in terms of you know life is not so straightforward and you do have to often really fight for that happily ever after so yeah yeah Yeah. um now we do love men who can dance um I mean who doesn't that's why you know why she's like basically she she sold this to she's like there's a book with some hot dancers that's all the context she gave me and slash magic yeah so but yeah um but then there's the the whole gang ass um which I was actually was very surprised about um so I guess how did you come up with the idea for the series and combining both of those like because they're quite different concepts they are they really really are I've always there's kind of two sides to me I've always loved dance so as a kid I watched Dirty Dancing it was my favorite movie so and I've lo- watched all these lovely dance movies, which are more fluffy and romantic, aren't they? And I always um, knew that I wanted dance somewhere in a series. But the kind of characters I write aren't fluffy, really. And I knew that I wanted to bring in an element of something darker. So I don't actually know how I married them together, to be honest. I just thought, <laughs> wouldn't it be really cool if you had these... I think it came up, it came really from the opening scene with um, Penn in the beginning in the playground, in the playground dancing. And I'd actually seen some kids doing that. And that's where that I was like, wow, that's really cool. What would happen if they grew up together? And I've grown up in areas, no areas of London that are a little bit, you know, dodge. And, and I knew that, that you could have these ones, these kids doing something like dancing and, and being friends and then knowing that actually life could take them in a different direction yeah. that perhaps their heart is with dance but actually because of their circumstances um and where they're brought up potentially that they could get led off into different directions and I thought wouldn't that be really cool to bring those two elements together and mash them up and that's kind of where it came from really we love yeah, it. the kind of gritty I love the kind of gritty 
darker side of of life and I I've worked with kids prior to well I wrote part-time but I wrote with uh, I worked with kids in a, a secondary school setting and I knew that there were kids there who had difficult upbringings lifestyle so I kind of want I kind of married the two together I suppose that mm. lovely part of dance is a really gritty side of life you know that they could get into all sorts of trouble and that's where it came from I suppose yeah I love the aspect that dance was also their outlet um yeah. because yeah I, I so I, yeah. I was a tap dancer yeah. I definitely felt York on that when he was like stomping and stuff because I used to do that with my parents oh. they like <laughs> I used to just stomp yeah. in the house um but do you have a dance background because I, I felt like when I was reading it and you're probably the same like it was very detailed like you could actually envision what they oh, were doing I could totally envision every every scene yeah yeah so I danced as a kid, but nothing like I never went, like most kids do ballet or tap or they do contemporary. And I did dance up until a certain age, I think probably only about eight or nine, but I've loved dancing. I, I'm not a performer. So whilst I love dancing, I would, I, there was one time when I was a kid, I had to go on stage for a competition and I just froze and I couldn't do the dance whatsoever. And, um, but that side of it, really, my husband, James I mentioned his name he he um was a dancer he did dances he, he did all sorts of things he's really talented at that side of stuff and so that kind of thing had influenced me um and it's bizarre because I can shut my eyes when I'm writing one of those scenes I can see the dance in my head so it's really weird I can just I don't know how I do it but I did it so I think all those kind of elements come in from when I was a kid and my husband and stuff so yeah so it wasn't really a dancer, not at all. Yeah, and I think, um, and we were saying as well, like the the playlist, like we love your playlist. Oh, love that. Addicted. Literally, like even my kids are like listening to it in the car now. But I was like, <laughs> I, I think it just adds that next element. I think that was so the songs were just so well thought out for oh, each God. of the emotions as well. And um, yeah, yeah, I was like. I think there's a part where the we don't want to give spoilers. No, we're not gonna give a spoil okay, away. Okay. But like one of the songs like Heal is like one of my favorite songs. And as soon as that was mentioned, oh, like God. it just changes your yeah, your I think that's yeah. definitely I when I write, I've always written two music. So but this was the first series that the songs actually meant more than just me mm-hmm. listening to it because I mean it they I've incorporated them into the book because I they had to be specific to the dance. So each guy had a dance that was specific to them and their personality and then each song that they danced to in those really specific scenes I had to find the perfect one and actually I did find most of them but I had a reader who contacted me and said look I love music and I love I read freestyle and I've got all these ideas for this song and she sent me all these songs and some of them are great she didn't read the book before it came out but she said this sounds really good this would be really good for this and actually like wow that's amazing that someone got so sort of into it and was sending me sort of ideas so her name's Erica and she's she's brilliant I I mentioned her and I think one of the books at the front and on the author note where she's yes, given I me did see that. I did see that. she was really good and then the, my readers were brilliant because they were like they got really into it and it suddenly sort of this ball started rolling they were posting in my reader group on Facebook giving me suggestions so that was amazing so from all of that I was able to pinpoint songs that really matched the scene really well Yes, love that. I love it. It's good to get that sort of background because, yeah, just to see how it all comes together. 
Um, yeah. So we ask everybody this one. I know it's a tough one. Do you have a favourite character from the series? <laughs> I do. It's Dax. And you wouldn't think that. I would think to him. But it is him. How could it not be? <laughs> Dax is Bex. Like, Bex how could it like. not be? Like, followed closely by York. But, yeah. like, ugh, yeah. Yes, we'll get more into that. Yeah. Spoiler in the spoiler mm. section. Uh, before we jump over there, just a couple of general questions. So um, you are currently uh, writing The Dancer and The Mask. Will this be a standalone or a part of another series? It's going to be a duet. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to read this one, actually. I can, I just, I love where it's going to go in terms of the dark side of things. So oh. I am very excited about that. So excited. <laughs> sort of let go of my inhibitions a little bit with this one so it's yeah oh I, I mean if, the, if you haven't let go of them already I'm very excited to see where that's gonna go because oh I already amazing so I know <laughs> um and very excited about this one but you've confirmed that you're going to be attending the babes um sorry the yeah babes and book event in Australia in 2023 yeah. which is awesome we're very excited about that so what else do you have planned while you're in Australia? Have you got any thoughts about that yet? Or No, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, my, during that period of time, my daughter is, how old is she? She's 14. So that during that year, she actually does her exams over here in um, England. They're called yeah. the GCSEs here. And uh, that week is actually one of the weeks we have for exams. So I was really worried. I said to her, look, do you, are you okay with me going? Because they go over, it's not just one week, it's over a six-week period. So she'll probably only have one or two. But actually prior to that week is like what we call a half-term break. And so we're, I'm hoping to bring the family over with me. They'll stay for a week and I'll stay on afterwards. So I've never, ever been to Australia before. And so I know there's lots to do, but I don't think I'll have lots and lots of time. I probably Sydney will take up the two weeks that we'll be there kind of thing anyway. So, um, but yeah, any tips or hints, just let me know. Um, um, we'll, have really we'll have plenty of them we'll definitely be going to the event and we've just and as you would oh, have heard we spoke to Tate you know she said he yeah. to get the VIP ticket <laughs> so we're on the we're getting on the list for that um so yeah very <laughs> excited we'll have plenty of hints for you and tips for you on before yeah. that <laughs> what you can do <laughs> And well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. Um, and we will catch up again with you soon, hopefully. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much. It was great fun. No worries. Thanks, B.